Jerome Powell came out on Wednesday and basically dropped a entire bomb on us and said he will not be lowering interest rates, right? But then the market is predicting that, nah, Jerome, I'm going to call a bluff on you and say you are going to lower interest rates. So there's a lot of uncertainty. We're not sure what's going to happen, which is causing the economy to get scared and the stock market is not looking too pretty. So we're going to break down pure facts for this entire video, let you know what's happening. So you need to make sure you watch the whole thing. But let's get into it, bro. What do we got? Yeah, so first of all, there's something brewing up that a lot of people have not been looking into that might absolutely obliterate the economy. So make sure y'all say to the end for that. But just to talk about Jerome Powell so far, what, what happened on Wednesday is he came out and he increased interest rates again by 0.25%, which is not too good for the banking industry because y'all might have seen lately, you've seen Silicon Valley Bank go under due to these interest rate hikes. And we have a whole video about that. So make sure y'all check that out. But um, Silicon Valley Bank went another first republic right you see uh credit suites even overseas so this is not just an american issue this is actually a global issue um and so right now even like systematically important banks in other words called sibs they actually have to pretty much be very wary with these interest rate hikes because they could have some real trouble with this going on and so the stock market actually did expect him to raise by 0.25 percent last wednesday that was expected now the thing is at that same meeting when he's giving guidance for what's coming up jerome powell has said hey he's gonna keep rates high and everyone's kind of looking at him like yo how are you gonna keep rates high if banks are already failing at this current rate mm -hmm. you have to either you have to first of all pause rate hikes stop increasing them and then after that, you actually have to start decreasing interest rates. And the market is starting to price in that he's going to be decreasing interest rates throughout the year as it goes on. So it's weird that the market is pricing in that he's going to decrease rates, but his actual words are saying he's not going to be decreasing rates. Mm -hmm. So everyone's calling his bluff and that uncertainty is not good for the stock market. And the only reason, right, guys, if you think about it, why someone who has been very adamant on not lowering interest rates, on keeping it high because he wants inflation to come down, the only reason why he would do such a thing is because he's he's thinking something's ready to pop, right? And he has data based on that. And that one thing that might be ready to pop really could be commercial real estate, which we're about to dive into in a little bit. But what I want you to do, bro, really, really quick, is just show them the actual tool right now and what's predicting. Right. So this is going to be super helpful for you guys to understand why we're actually kind of cautious on the entire market right now. Yeah, definitely cautious. And by the way, just, you know, before I even say this, I want you all to know the reason why people may be pricing in something different than what Jerome Powell is saying is because he has not been the most reliable source. I got to remember before inflation started to tick up, he said to everyone, nah, inflation is transitory. It's transitory. Don't worry. Mm -hmm. And then he was late to the game when it came to interest rate hiking. People thought like, yo, you should have been hiking rates before it got to this level. Why are you still printing money? So it's like he says one thing and then ends up doing another and he's been not a reliable source. So that's why you see discrepancy in the, the pricing of the market compared to what he says. Now, let's see what the tool is saying. So this tool is the CME FedWatch tool. And this is what all the experts use to see what the expectations from the stock market are regarding Jerome Powell's interest rate hiking decisions. Uh -huh. And so this tool right here, um, if you look at it for the May meeting, which is the very next meeting coming up, they're, they're assuming or they're pricing in that Jerome Powell will pause rate hikes. That says 88% of futures traders, which is what this is ultimately, are pricing in a rate 
hike pause that he's not gonna rehike. What's crazy about that is Jerome Powell already said that his target rate right now is gonna be 5.25%. But if you look here, they're pricing in that he's gonna stop at 5%. Mm -hmm. Boom. Which, which doesn't which doesn't make sense, right? And and that's that's the biggest piece that we're kind of like, yo, why why would you do such a thing? And and that's what's kind of shocking because as you said, bro. He's not the most reliable. And that's why when he was late to the game, he had to go insane, crazy mode and be like, yo, I'm going to go sicko mode and just go on a rapid pace of increasing interest rates because I have to stop inflation. But now it's not looking too pretty, right? And that's the biggest thing that everyone is kind of like really, really scared about. So now when you think about it, it's like this news is coming out in May, right? That, that's what it is. That's what people are predicting. That's when the next meeting is. That's what people are basing it off of. But something that could change everything is inflation. If that number of inflation comes higher than what is projected, he might be in the worst situation possible. Because he's like, yo, do I increase interest rates now because I have to to bring down inflation? Or is it the banking sector is terribly screwed? Commercial real estate is terribly screwed. We don't know what's happening. So I might actually have to decrease interest rates or just keep them stagnant. And that's going to cause a bigger problem known as stagflation. Yep, yep, exactly. Where, you know, stagflation, just for people that don't know, it's like pretty much where you have a recession, but in a recession, inflation is still high. So it's like pretty much items are still priced high, but everybody's losing jobs and there's a whole economic slowdown. That's the worst case scenario possible. We do not want stagflation but that's pretty much where we are potentially heading because you already see recessionary effects like bank failures going on and people unable to meet their loans and stuff like that so that's kind of kind of where we're heading right now if he does keep rates high but people as you see here are starting to price in that he will either stay paused in june or he will start to decrease in june now 18 percent are saying that he's going to start decreasing rates in june and literally last week there was actually 51% saying that he's going to decrease rates in June. So as you see, every day this thing is shifting up and down. Some people are producing are uh, assuming that he's going to are predicting that he's going to cut rates in June. Some people the next week are saying, nah, matter of fact, he might cut in July. So and that's because every day we're hearing about new bank failure. Every day we're hearing a new Fed speaker from the Federal Reserve saying that they want to increase again. Some people say that they should pause a whole lot of uncertainty going on and it's, and it's not looking so good. I really, really hate to see it because even, you know, me as a trader, someone who trades on the price action of the stock market, it makes it hard to gauge it because every day news is shifting the entire sentiment of the market. This is not normal. Like you don't see, you don't see fluctuation in expectations like this so rapidly. This is an unprecedented time. And now let, let's talk about this, right? So basically guys when you when you think about it right you can stop sharing this one because i'm about to share something real quick is yeah. when, when you guys think about it, it it's interest rates obviously impact the economy they impact the stock market but it also impacts you as a consumer right because now when banks are struggling we know they're struggling right look what just happened all around us if banks are struggling and interest rates are going higher, they have to do more research. They are not going to start giving you all the loans you were previously getting, right? They're, they're more strict on the loan process when it comes to homes. They're more strict on the loan process when it comes to 
any type of refinancing, even if you own a home and you're refinancing, why would you do that right now? Which is obviously going to impact the economy. And then car market, that's also struggling because if you're refinancing, why would you once again refinance at a higher rate? Or they're just not going to give you a car because the banks do not want to bet on a terrible consumer at this point. That's what's really going to hurt you guys as an actual consumer who's listening to this. So I want to talk about commercial real estate right now, because that's a huge thing that might actually impact the economy. So let me just share one real quick thing. But before I do that, if you're still watching, please make sure you like this video because we're putting a lot of effort into this. So I want to make sure you're getting a lot of value from it. Right. So this is the crazy part. All you have to do right now is go on Google and just search up commercial real estate. Look at everything, right? New York Fed board member warns of commercial real estate risk. Commercial real estate is in trouble. A banking crisis will make it worse. Commercial real estate is the next two to drop. Clearly, this is a big issue. Clearly, this is a big concern. And I want to ask about this article and I'm going to drop the link below. But there's just one thing that you guys have to pay attention to, right? It says this year, roughly $270 billion in commercial real estate held by the banks are set to expire and 1.4 trillion over the next five years. So when this is happening and loans are expiring, mortgages are expiring, bro, you're going to need to continue with the commercial real estate. If you're a bank, if you're a big company, right? So you need more mortgages, which means right now a higher interest rate. But then again, this is a piece that you have to start piecing together. Why would you as a company take out commercial real estate loans if your offices are empty? People are still working in hybrid environments. And that's this piece right here. They also, so this is just talking about the actual whole building. They said there's a lot of people in space that's just empty in city centers, right? As a result of hybrid and remote work arrangements. So when you think about it, and I'll drop this link in the article below, but basically just think about it, guys. Loans are expiring. People have taken more loans, higher interest rates, but why would you do such a thing? And that's what people are concerned about right now. So if you're still not sure what commercial real estate is, and we don't want you to do a lot of research, we decided to do something pretty cool, which is use chat GPT to break it down. So Rel, just show them exactly what this beautiful invention has done for us. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, and I'm going to show them in a second. I just want to say, when it comes to this commercial real estate thing, guys, like remember, like, like, like Nooski said, guys, um, there's it's, a, it's the whole remote environment that has people not uh, occupying these buildings. So like literally these buildings have 50% occupancy rate. Usually before they were obviously 100% occupied. So that means that the revenues that's being generated from these buildings are not as high as it used to be. So that's why it's like, like Nooski was saying, it's already been a slow industry, but then these interest rate hikes have just exacerbated the issue and now you see all these bank failures and on top of that you've seen a lot of regional bank failures and this is the very important point guys regional bank failures but guess what when it comes to commercial real estate over 80 percent of commercial real estate is funded by regional banks mm -hmm. so issues are connected all right now here's the issue with commercial real estate chat broke this down for us beautifully commercial real estate plays an important role in the economy and it can have significant impacts on multiple levels, right? So job losses, obviously, right? The commercial real estate provides businesses a place to operate, right? And that means that people have jobs there. So commercial real estate failing is people not having their jobs. You have reduced economic activity in general, pretty much the same thing, financial instability, 
um, decreased property values. So remember, commercial real estate, their value is tied to the income that's generated by their property. So if you have a decline in your business activity, the business that are in that building, then it's actually a decrease in property values itself. That impacts the net worth of the property owners and leads to defaults on loans. Um, and on top of that, this is the really big part that people don't realize is commercial real estate has a huge impact on taxes. All right. So property taxes, they are a major, major source of revenue for local governments. And so when commercial real estate properties fail, it actually results in a decline in property values, which is a decline in property tax revenue. And remember, this tax revenue goes directly to these local governments that fund schools that we all go to, infrastructure, public safety. So commercial real estate is actually providing taxes that benefit all of the society that we live in, all the cities that we live in, um, as well as sales taxes, because these businesses get sales taxes. And if these businesses are failing due to commercial real estate failing, that affects the sales tax that cities are, are generating. And we have a suck. No, I was going to say, like, literally, it just just if it's funny because sometimes when you think about it it might be too much right like it might be like yo what all this means but just property sales income and tax that's, that's all you have to see that's all like those three things you can't live without you have to deal with them on a regular day basis so if you think this doesn't impact you because you don't own commercial real estate it does that's right. the point because yeah. like i said like you know you got in income taxes and stuff and there's just tax incentives in general because like they say local and state governments they actually offer tax incentives to encourage commercial real estate but if those investments are failing then that's a loss in tax revenue which is now not really good for these same cities so mm -hmm. your cities are really depending on commercial real estate for multiple reasons this is not just like oh man i guess those individual businesses fail nah this is a whole ripple effect and you can see it through this wonderfully detailed um, answer that ChatGPT gave us on what commercial real estate failure can do. It affects banks, it affects cities, it affects you. That's a fact. And, and guys, like at the end of the day, right? So if you if you look at this entire episode, the whole goal is to just let you guys know that you have to be very smart with your money right now. You have to be very safe with your money right now. This is not the time to gamble because the stock market is uncertain. We're not sure where it's going. The economy is not doing as hot as you think it is. Just because unemployment numbers are not where, or I guess unemployment numbers are low, right? Because everything's thinking, oh, this is all good. We're all fine. Just because they're reporting that does not mean everything else is fine. So just put that into consideration when you're making your decisions. We want you guys to be smart. I know everyone says three to six months of savings. We have said that ourselves. However, I think, Rel, let me know if you agree. I would caution more to the six to 12 month mark at this point. You, you need to make sure you guys are protected. This is not the time to just throw a, a bunch of money into the stock market. We personally recommend just DCAing, right? And being smart, having some reserves because you need to be protected. That's all I got to say. Let me say, let me say this because I, I don't think a lot of y'all might be hearing this and like, oh yeah, this is cool though. Hit me out real quick. Yo. The pandemic put us into a very dire situation because at that point, the Federal Reserve had to come in and print a whole lot of money, more money than we've ever printed before by far. You know what I mean? They released so much money into the economy. And then because of that, they caused massive inflation, historic inflation, one of the worst inflations we ever had, worst we've ever had since the 1980s, early 80s. So it's like that happened. Then they had to tighten monetary policy, meaning they're draining the money out of the economy rapidly more than we ever had we've had more aggressive rate hikes in the past year than we've ever had so with that combination of printing to tightening 
record-wise both ways, guess what that leads to? We're seeing it now. It's starting with these bank failures. This is the beginning. This might be a situation that no one, like no one saw these bank failures coming, by the way. This was unexpected. You thought that's the last unexpected thing that's about to happen? We did record-breaking actions. We're going to have to have record-breaking consequences. So please understand, like Nooski said, you need to have savings because you don't know what's to come. None of us know what's to come. And we told you a long time ago that rate hikes take a while, six to nine months, to actually see effects of them. We had record-breaking interest rate hikes just last year. We have not seen the effects of these rate hikes yet. It's still be it's still brewing. So, like Nooski said, please be cautioned. And I just want you guys to have a lot of savings because you don't know what's coming next. Yeah, that well said. But if you're still watching, we appreciate you. We're not trying to scare you, but just let us know what your thoughts are in the comments below. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Please make sure you like, comment, and subscribe to the video. Plus that little notification bell because we drop two videos a week. You don't want to miss them, man. Come on. All right, so make sure you check us out on Wednesday. Until then, peace. Peace. All right, we got to hurry up. There it is. Soundstripe.